0: So, today we're looking at the background on James. And and really, this is a letter or a manuscript in the New Testament that is pretty well accepted as being written by James, who is the brother, or I guess you could say the half brother of Jesus, because Jesus wasn't technically conceived by Joseph. But uh, interestingly, James is a little bit of a stretch in terms of a name, because the Greek is Jacobus. where this originally came from, and Hebrew is Yaakov, and uh, so pro- more appropriately, his name really should be Jacob, or and and it's uh, apparently the James derivation that we use is a little bit of an Italian version of the name. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. But Jacob or James, uh, he really he was the first leader of the first real church there in Jerusalem and um, was not one of the disciples, although Paul certainly seemed to count uh, count him as one, but he was the leader of the Jerusalem church. We see a lot of his fingerprints on what's going on in Acts, and uh, he pops up a few times at very pivotal moments. Um, and we what we know is that the church went through some really hard times in the, in the roughly 20-ish years from the time the... Uh, Jesus ascended into heaven and the disciples dispersed and went out and began to uh, grow the church and to disciple and to spread the gospel. James was right there in the center of the church in Jerusalem and was really kind of an anchor for what was going on in that local church as Acts, you know, the book of Acts, as as all of that was taking place, we know that there was famine and and rampant poverty and lots of persecution in this local church. And, and James was really a pillar in that church. And his writing, interestingly, this, this letter is loaded with Proverbs and with Jesus's teachings from the Sermon on the Mount. And it, and it really, that really kind of brings me to the main thing in doing this background that I really got thinking about, um, uh, but the just for context, this letter was was written probably in the mid 40s. Could have been a little bit earlier, and it may have been before even Paul's. A lot of Paul's letters were even written. So we we are as close to Jesus as we can get. And again, remember, <clears throat> we're talking about um, the brother of Jesus. And so this is as close as we can get to Jesus in terms of trying to wean wisdom and, and ideas. And so here's, the, here's the, really the question that, that, that I think about every time I think about this writing and when I think about Jacob or James, um, but it's this idea, what would your brother or your sister have to do in order to convince you that he or she is the son of God? Now think about that for a second. I heard this question posed by a pastor named Andy Stanley years ago, and I've thought about it a lot since then. Um, and it's a big question with major with major implications. James is perhaps one of the best pieces of evidence as to the identity of Jesus. Think about all the moments you had growing up with a sibling. Um, and if you didn't have a sibling, you can imagine. Just think about all the moments when, when they, you know, when they picked on you or annoyed you or set you up for something, you know, to get in trouble that you didn't do or all those little moments of weakness and vulnerability when, when you got in trouble and they got to watch it happen and uh, they got to see you get punished and, and you know, all those years of all those little moments. And think about this, the guy who grew up with Jesus ultimately was convinced that Jesus was the son of God, even through all of that. That's amazing. James was either certifi- certifiably insane, or he was just who he says he was—the brother of Jesus. And and I tend to think the latter seems to be easier to 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 believe than the former. Um, and so, in terms of this letter, it's really it's really just a collection of wisdom thoughts and ideas. It's not as Um, It's not laid out like Paul's letters um, where there's the theology and the application. This is just straight in your face, ideas to try to challenge you. And again, like we talked about yesterday, I think James was really trying to be a mirror for us uh, more than anything. He's writing this for us to challenge ourselves. Um, And it's organized um, around, we call them chapters, but they weren't chapters originally, but chapters two through five kind of, expand on ideas that are all laid out in chapter one, and it's a very dense book. There are a few wasted words. We could spend a lot, a lot, a lot of time in here and not get very far because we could go verse by verse, um, so we're going to we're gonna dig in. It's going to take a little bit of time to get through just five chapters, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be challenging, so today my prayer would be that God would continue to show me opportunities to love those around me, like I've been praying for the last week or so, but also that He would begin to open my heart to being challenged by James's words and um, that he would give me some, um, you know, a a desire for some direction as we read this, because this is going to be some hard stuff, but it's going to be fun and enriching. So, um, yeah, looking forward to it.